Amen. What I'm going to share, now you know this is the month of of the year, the king is in the field, but also if you notice, there was a prophetic word given about the shaking and that it was going to begin during the month of September and October, that it was going to accelerate and that it was going to begin to, to, to build momentum in shaking and that this shaking, and I believe the testimony that Runadette gave is part of the shaking that is happening because of what God says. So what I want to do, I want to give you a portion of this shaking, which I got from, uh, which I got from the YouTube from Tim Sheet. He gave the prophetic word on the shaking, and I'm going, and you can be free to go and look at it with full details because he gives that prophetic word. Then he goes into the 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 decrees about that. But when the prophetic word comes forth, it is important for us to hear and see the instructions God's given in that prophetic word. Many times we get caught up with the charisma of the word and we miss, okay, God done said some specific things about us to do. He also said some things that we are, that we got to move into. And so therefore I wanted to kind of bring those points out. So I'm going to start reading this. Um, once again, I got this from Tim Sheet on the on his YouTube video called The Shaking. And it start, he starts off, and I'm just taking bits and pieces of it. I, don't, I didn't get the whole things, I, you know, because of time, but I wanted to get some key points and then bring them out, all right? So this is where it starts. It said, my shaking will surely come. Walls, strongholds, and obstacles of hell's fortification will be shaken down and broken, even as my people are shaken free. So you see, the shaking is going to free us. And I'm saying that it's freeing us from mindsets, old mindsets. It's freeing us from, from religiosity, from cultures that hold us back, from moving into God's original intent. It's freeing us and moving into the next level of where God is taking us. So this shaking is shaking us to be free. All right? It's helping us. But I pity the devil because it's, it's all. And then also my shaking will open ancient walls of revival. It will open cap walls of evangelism. This is what the prophetic word is saying. It will open the ancient wells of healing and miracles and mighty deliverance. It will shake down the barriers to new insights, new roads, new ways, new mentals. And I mean mentals, I believe, is new mindsets, new ways of thinking. We're getting kingdom mindset. We're getting these old mindsets that block us. Ungodly beliefs we're being shaken free from. New visions and new harvests. Now look at this. Arise, so arise, my people, with great hope and display a heart that is not shaken. Though I will shake this building, this city, and your capitals, look not at the shaking. Key word. Remember, look not at the shaking. Look at me. Look not in shaking, look at me, and you will see the passion of the Lord of hosts. That's who's the Lord of hosts? The Lord of angel armies. He's here. He's present today. Okay? Um, you will see my strong arm now be revealed. Now, listen, to me. my people will rise in my mind and my strength. My power will be seen among you. My passion will now infuse my remnant with passion 
passion for my cause. I am now calling forth my passion warriors. They will stand. They will not be shaken. They will display a hope that does not shake, a confidence that does not shake, a faith that does not shake. It is the season when hell's strongholds is shaken down, but not my ecclesia, not my church. Now I want you to listen. Now I want you to read. Where am I? Okay, I want you to. I want you to go to Hebrews twelve twenty six to twenty eight. Now look at this. Now this was the prophetic word talking about the shaking, and I was blessed when I saw this scripture. Now look at when God spoke from Mount Zion, His voice shook the earth. But now he makes another promise. Once again, I will shake not only the earth, but the heavens also. This means that all creation will be shaken and removed. So the only unshakable things will remain. Since we are receiving a kingdom that is unshakable, let us be thankful, praise God, by worshiping him with fear, with fear. Holy fear and awe. Remember, we have received unshakable kingdom. Though the earth is shaken, that's why he said you're not going to be shaken. It is the, the enemy that's going to be shaken. But why you're not going to be shaken is because you are in and have received an unshakable kingdom. You are in an unshakable kingdom. So therefore, you will not be shaken. So you have to know that, that you are in an unshakable kingdom because everything that's shakable will be shaken. Therefore, if you are not being established in his kingdom, you will be shook. But it's those who are received the unshakable kingdom that will not be shaken because we are in an unshakable kingdom. I want to go to um, Haggai, and, and I just want to read these. Go to Haggai 2, 6, 9. He said it again. They see, you know, we got it in the New Testament. Now we got it in the Old Testament. Both of them, again, the Lord, for this is what the Lord of heaven's army says. In just a little while, I will shake again the heavens and the earth, the oceans and the dry land. I will shake all the nations, and the treasures of all the nations will be brought to this temple. I will, I will fill this place with glory, says the Lord of angel of heaven's armies. The silver is mine, the gold is mine, says the Lord of heaven's armies. The future glory of this temple will be greater than its past glory, says the Lord of heaven's armies. And in this place, I will bring peace I, the Lord of heaven's army, has spoken. The Lord of heaven's army. Who's here? Who's here? That's what I was sensing. I was sensing the Lord of heaven's army with the host of angels here. Because he said that the latter. So this, so this you got to understand. The best days of the church is not in the past. It's in its present and its future. Because the Lord says that your glory is going to be greater than the past glory. And then as I was, as I was, I was seeing, you know, I was seeing Sam do the, do the golden flag, which represents glory. That was kind of Lord speaking to me saying, I am releasing my glory. Now in the prophetic word, if you go back, ancient wells, wells of revival being open, wells of evangelism being uncapped, wells of healing and miracles and mighty deliverance, do that not spell the glory of God. See, already that shaking is bringing forth his glory. And also when Apostle She also had brought this point out, which I want to also share, the shaking, once again, I want you to let you know, the shaking is not to destroy us, but it's to dismantle the evil. 
And I'm saying that that is what's happening. That shaking is dismantling the evil right now. Now, don't wait to see the full manifestation. You ever heard that song that said, don't wait till the battle's over, shout now? God's wanting you to know you, you may have saw one manifestation victory in Montana, but God said my, all, the whole state is being taken down. That, whole, that demonic agenda is being brought down and dismantled over every state. I'm to tell you that is the arrows that has been released. It's been released to take those things down and even now it's being taken down now so don't wait to shout before you see it shout now because of the battle before you see the battle over before you see the full manifestation shout now because it is done you got to understand the natural realm takes time to catch up to the spiritual realm there's a whole lot of things that God is doing that's why he said don't focus on the shaking folks I mean there's an economic shaking that's happening that God is saying, you don't need to fear the economic shaking because you're in me. And when you're in me, you are not going to be affected by the economic shaking. You're going to benefit by it. Why? Because the gold is mine. The silver is mine. Wealth, transfer, wealth transformation transfer is being taken place right now. And so I'm going to later on show you how to connect more to where you're going to begin to move more into that prosperity. But right now I want to point out some things. Because throughout the whole prophetic word, the, the Holy Spirit kept saying, don't fear, don't fear, don't fear. Because the shaking is not happening to you. It's happening for you. The shaking is not happening to you. It's happening for you. For you, it's happening for the ecclesia. It's shaking. It's happening to the the demonic forces. The shaking is happening to the obstacles of hell and the strongholds, and it's dismantling them. Because notice, this is the Lord shaking. This is not just a shaking that just happened. This is that the Lord is using. No, this is the Lord doing the shaking. So he's wanting you to know, don't fear. Now the only way. Now see in Psalms one twelve seven eight. Because this is what I believe God is going to release a greater grace for us to move deeper into trusting him during this hour. Why? Because number one, you don't focus on not fearing. You focus on trusting in the Lord. You what did he said, don't focus on the shaking, focus on me. The goal, you don't overcome not fearing by, not, by focus on not fearing. You overcome not fearing by trusting in the Lord. Because what the Psalms 1, 12, 7, 8 says... I, they do not fear bad news. They confidently, when they hear the bad news, they do not fear bad news. They confidently trust the Lord to care for them. They are confident and fearless and can face their foes triumphantly. Isaiah 26, 3 through 5 says, you will keep in perfect peace all who trust in you and all those whose thoughts are fixed on you. If you are full of anxiety, if you are full of worry, your focus is wrong. You're focusing and looking at the wrong thing. You're not focusing on the greatness of your God. You're focusing on the terrible situation. God's saying, shift your focus. Focus on me. Focus on what I said. Focus on who I am. He is a great God, and he's a mighty God, and he wants you to focus on him. I'm jumping ahead of myself, but there's a scripture that says in Psalms 34 that says, Oh, magnify the Lord with me. And let us exalt his name together. What God wants you to do is learn how to take his name. Whatever situation you're going through. Say for you want to, you're, you're, you're believing God for healing. 
then you need to exalt Jehovah Rapha. The Lord that heals you. You need a financial breakthrough. You need to exalt Jehovah Jireh. The Lord my provider. The Lord my shepherd. You need to exalt. Oh magnify the Lord. What you focus on expands. What you focus on you move towards. What you focus on gets bigger and bigger. Oh magnify the Lord. If the problem is getting big you got to misplace focus. Because you're not magnifying the Lord. You're focused on the wrong thing. Because the, the Lord is ten times greater than that situation. You know there is no problem, no situation. Tell me, try to find one. I bet you can't. I bet you can't. That the Lord can't conquer and, and cause you to triumph. Because he's already defeated it. You've already got the victory. You're not going to get it. You already got the victory. That's why we keep saying war from victory, pray from victory, um, decree from victory, because you already have the victory. You just got to learn how to walk in it. First things first, magnify the Lord. Exalt him in that situation. Now, what, what did he say? And, and so let me, let me move into this, and because I, I want to show you something here. I am so excited about this. In order to stand, because see, we're going to stand because we will not be shaken. Because we're in a, what? Unshakable kingdom. We have received an unshakable kingdom. Therefore, there are certain things. But if you don't operate and follow what he said, number one, he said, focus on me, not on the shaking. So that means if you focus on the shaking and not on him, you're going to be shaken. So you got to pay attention to what he tells us to do. Number one, he said we're going to be passionate warriors that are going to be confident and our confident and our faith won't be shaken. And so we understand that when my eyes are fixed on him and when I'm trusting in the Lord, I will not fear and I am confident that what God said he will do. So some of the things that we need to do in order to stand during the times of shaking, and it goes back to that verse in Hebrews 12, the, the 28B, since we are receiving a kingdom that is unshakable, let us be thankful and please God by worshiping him with holy fear and awe. What that telling me? Build the tabernacle of David. During the time of shaking, build the tabernacle of David. Individually and corporately. Build a house of worship. Build a house of praise. Build a throne of thanksgiving. You need to start thanking God. We are more blessed. We need to start doing more thanking than complaining. All right? I challenge you that when to this, this week, when you get to a place you want to complain, just say, Lord, I thank you. I challenge you to say, Lord, I thank you. Even if you don't know what to specifically say, just say, Lord, I thank you. God says, I want you to be thankful during this time of shaking. Because you don't understand how thanksgiving begins to release the power of God in that situation. and overcomes the enemy. He can't take down a person that's thankful. Thankful to their God. So God said, I need you to stop complaining. I need you to stop fussing. I need you to stop looking at the situation in the flesh. You need to crucify that flesh and tell that flesh to stand down. And you need to rise up and say, Lord, help me to see it from your perspective. But until you do, Lord, I thank you. I will enter his gates with what? Thanksgiving. That is the first protocol of getting into the presence of God. You want to get in the presence of God, first start being thankful. He cannot deal. I believe one of God's pet peeves is a complaining people. Just ask Israel. 
I mean, he they got on God's last note with that complaining. It worked. It's like, Lord, Moses, I'm going to take them out. They are the most on. I'm going to take them. Lord, please don't do that, Lord. And Moses interceded, Lord, don't do that, Lord. Lord, they're going to say that you couldn't handle it. Lord, don't say, don't do that, Lord. Okay, you know, I really believe that God is saying, my people, you got to learn to be thankful. Build the tabernacle of David. And as we says in, in Psalms 34, magnify the Lord and exalt his name. So really, you need to take the name of God during this time and begin to exalt it. Begin to worship, begin to identify, get a list of the names of God and begin to proclaim them. Begin to worship over them. Begin to declare them. Whenever you have a problem, identify the name of God and begin to worship him. Why? Because you got to understand you have a covenant with God. And I'm going to get into that a little bit later. And then there's, there's, then I want to take you now to the next thing. There are certain things during this time of shaking that is important that you focus on. All right? First thing you need to do is know what God should have you to do during this time of shaking. It's going to be, there's a time now, this is a time where you need to press in to know the Lord, to press in to hear his voice, press in to get tuned in to what God wants you to do during this time of shaking. Your focus should be that. What is God wanting you to do during this time? You want to understand, recognize the ways and the operations and the methods of God. Now, don't get me wrong, miracles, healings, signs and wonders, those are the acts of God, and those are good. And we thank God and we want them. But I, I kind of want Moses' position. But they said Israel knew his acts, but Moses knew his ways. And anytime you walk in the ways of God, the acts of God will follow. They're the byproduct of you walking in the ways of God. And so I want to know the ways of God. I want to know God's M.O. Because doing this, certainly, that's what he's saying, focus on me, not the shaking. He's saying, learn of me in this. Show, see how I'm moving. Don't, I know, don't focus more on what the devil's, how he's moving. See how I'm moving, how I'm operating. Because I'm telling you, y'all, I really believe that God is setting up. I don't know if y'all remember the prophetic word that Tim Sheet gave about the Lord doing a King Gambit strategy. Y'all remember that? I submit to you that God is getting ready to checkmate the devil. I'm telling you, I see it. He's getting ready to checkmate him because this is all part of the plan of that King Gambit is a King Gambit is a chess strategy that at first it looked like you're losing. But it, he's actually two steps. That person who's doing that strategy is actually two steps ahead of that person and is willing to initially look like you're losing. But in the end, it sets that opponent up so good that he checks make them. And I'm telling you, the, there's been a prophet of word that has come that says God's giving me a check, make the devil. This shaking is moving the devil closer to that checkmate. There's a checkmate coming. There's a checkmate coming with that, uh, that transgender agenda. There's a checkmate coming with what's going on in the government. There's a checkmate coming in this region that the enemy is being checkmate by the Lord of angel armies. Every plan he has is being thwarted. Every strategy he has is being nullified. And and the ecclesia is rising and moving forward to establish the kingdom of God as it is in heaven. In Jesus' name, on earth, it is doing that. I really believe that. There's a checkmate happening to get ready to happen. You're going to see it on the news. You're going to see it. I'm going to tell you it's going to happen. Glory to God. That's why you got to get that's why you got to get into knowing how is he moving? How is he operating? How is he functioning? 
You got to understand God's intention and purpose in all this. He only told us, my purpose is to, sh- is to shake my people free and to shake down and destroy the works of the enemy. That's one of the bottom lines of this shaking that is happening. So he understand God's intention and purpose, surrender to his ways and his purpose and his intention, come into agreement with it. So focus and come into agreement with what God is saying and God is doing. See, it's not about what you think. It's not about what you feel. What is God saying? What is God doing? What is God saying for you to do in this time? Okay, you got to lay down what you want, what you think, what you prefer. And you got to get in there and hear what is God saying? That's how the ecclesia move. We only move based on what God is saying, not on what we want. Because we don't say, Lord, I surrender all. We don't say, Jesus, you are Lord. That means he calls the shots, not us. We have to understand in a new way to hear what God is saying, what God is doing. See from his perspective everything. So, Father, I pray right now that you give us fresh eyes. Remove the cataracts, God. Remove the blinders. Anoint our eyes with eyesight so that bring your people up, bring them up, bring us up to see the thing, to see during this time what you are doing. Father, help us to see from your eyes, God, in Jesus' name, and operate from your eyes. Cause us to rise up like an eagle and soar upon the reeds of adversity, Father, and begin to see the way you see and operate from your your power, from your strength, from your might, in Jesus' name, from your wisdom, from your understanding. In the name of Jesus, I declare the ecclesia is arising and flowing into what God called a new. The ecclesia is warring with the angel armies together, and those arrows are going out, and they're accomplishing what the king of glory wants, what the Lord of angel armor desires, and they're dismantling, tearing down the walls of hell and its fortification, and in Jesus' name, the gates of hell are not prevailing against the ecclesia. That is moving out. In Jesus' name. Glory to God. Glory to God. Oh, glory to God. I'm about to shout up in here. Glory to God. Glory. 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 Woo. You got to understand the promises of God are yea and amen. Everything that God promised to us individually and corporately will come to pass. What he said, he will do it. I don't care how it looks. I don't care what Uncle Bubba said. I don't care what Sally Sue said. The Lord said and what he said he will do, he will do it. And he said, don't doubt it. It don't care how, what, what people say. It's what God says and what God says he will do. And you have to b- begin to establish yourself in what God says and begin to speak what God says. When that adversity comes against you and say, no, it ain't going to happen. Say, well, it is written, the Lord said, da, 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 da. And you begin to declare what God has said to that. You know, when that song, I hate that it's kind of a half a sentence. When that song says, when the enemy tacks, we won't, what was that? When the enemy tacks, we won't back down, but we also going to tack back. <laughs> okay, <'cause> we not, <laughs> when the enemy attacks, we are going to tack back. Oh, <laughs> we are going to tack back. 
What you got weapons for? That's what they're there for. We're, we're not only having a shield, you got a sword. Attack back. See, that's the problem. When the enemy starts talking to your mind, you let them keep talking. You got to speak the word and say, uh-uh, I'm here by the stripes of Jesus. And you got to go, sick of Jesus. You don't rule here. You got to talk back. You got to attack back. You are a warrior. And I'm declaring that there's a fresh anointing of, of a, being a strategic warrior on you. No more manly pamby. No more, you know, weak melamoth. No more, you know, you know, you know, oh, Lord, I don't know what to do. The devil's going to Ah, no more that. No, 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 no. You are a warrior. Rise up and war and release the word of the Lord. Because if you speak the word of the Lord, it is powerful to conquer anything. I remember this, this, this story that I heard from this, this preacher. And he was in his dream and he saw this enemy coming towards him. And Jesus was next to him. And then there was a sword on the ground. And he saw the, that enemy coming to him, and he looked at Jesus. And Jesus looked at him and the sword. And he looked and coming, he said, and Jesus kept looking at him and the sword like, uh, you know, and he kept looking at Jesus like, you ain't going to do something with this thing? And then he's looking at him like, ain't you going to do something with this thing? And he's, Jesus looked, and then finally he picked up the sword and he sticked it out like that, and it hit that, e that, that demon, and the demon went back. And like, he just was kind of knocked back. And God was saying, the word will work if you work it. The word will work if you speak it. Just speak my word and that enemy will, will, back, will, will, will be backed out, will be destroyed, will be thrown, will be distorted, will be displayed, will be dismantled. See, you don't understand how powerful you are, but the enemy does. And he's hoping to keep you ignorant. And he's hoping that you won't believe what God says. And he's hoping that you keep believing those traditions of man, that religion, what the culture says. And God saying, I'm setting you free from that code, what the culture says that's against my original intent for you. I'm setting you free from what religion has said that you are. I'm setting you free from those wrong mindsets and ungodly beliefs because you are going to walk in God's forward. God's original intent for your life. This is the time doing this shaking. You're going to move in a greater level of walking in God's original intent for your life. Okay, and then finally, I want to share something about during this time, there is coming, even though there's going to be an economic shaking, I believe God wants to take his people into a supernatural economic breakthrough and financial victory. But one of the things you got to understand is understanding. And the Lord and I got to understand when I was listening to this teaching, and God just opened his understanding to me about this. You got to understand during the time of shaking the power of the tithe. I want to submit to you the tithe is not a law thing, it's a covenant thing. The tithe was administered before even the law existed. Okay, let me, let, me, let, me, let me read. Let me read this. I don't think I'm in heresy. You, you, how many of y'all got a Bible? How many of y'all believe the Bible? Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, Genesis 14. <laughs> oh, I'm going to get in trouble with Sandra. going to get me. <laughs> now, listen to this. And Melchizedek, uh, let me see if I want to read that first. Yeah, okay. 
and Melchizedek, the king of Salem, and the priest of God most high, brought Abram some bread and wine, and Melchizedek blessed Abram with his blessing. Blessed be Abram, blessed be Abram by God most high, creator of heaven and earth, and blessed be God most high, who has defeated your enemies for you. Then Abram gave Melchizedek a tenth of all the goods he had recovered. The tithe is a covenant thing. And because you are in this same covenant, you are in the same covenant according to Galatians 3.26. Um, I don't know what version you got up there. You got both of them up there. Um, the NLT, and now that you belong to Christ, you are the true children of Abraham, and you are his heirs. And God's promise to Abraham belongs to you. The TPT says, and if you belong to Christ, then you are now Abraham's child and a true heir of all his blessings because of the promise God made to Abraham. Now, I'm going to go to Hebrews 7, 1, 3. This Melchizedek was king of the, the city of Salem and also a great priest of God, Most High. When Abraham was returning home after winning a great battle against the kings, Melchizedek met him and blessed him. And then Abraham took a tenth of all his, of all his had and that he had captured in battle and gave it to Melchizedek. The Melchizedek, the name of Melchizedek means the king of justice, and the king of Solomon means king of peace. There is no record of his, his father or mother or any of his ancestors, no beginning or end to his life. He remains a priest forever and resembles the son of God. And this was even saying that this, that this was a type of Christ or even Christ himself. Because Christ, Christ is therefore the high priest of the tithe. And the tithe is holy and belongs to the Lord. Now, this tithe, you got to understand this tithe is a connection to your covenant. You got a covenant because you're the, you're the child of Abraham because you came in through Jesus Christ. Because you belong to Christ, you are, you are the seed of Abraham, right? You have a covenant, and in this covenant, the tithe, which is not a seed of offering, it actually is a tithe. It is, I like how this says it. I'm, it, like, it says it like this. Let me see. The tithe is a response to our revelation of our covenant with the Lord of angel armies. When you tithe, you tithe to the place that he designates. But you tithe, you bring him the tithe. This tithe is like a marriage ring that says, I belong to the king of glory. I belong to Lord of angel armies. And this tithe says, this is when you, when you tithe. That's why the enemy fights it. Because if you tithe understanding that this tithe is a covenant, a connection to my covenant with the Lord, it is acknowledgement that I belong to God, that he is my source, he is my supply, he will take care of me, and I am in this covenant with the Almighty God. This covenant is what we need to understand that we are establishing that releases the blessing of the covenant to us. When you tithe, you are, you're bringing, you're able, that, that tithe brings that activation of the covenant to a higher level in your life, where it even calls Lord Sabaoth, to war on your behalf, 
to make sure that nothing hinders you from fulfilling your purpose and destiny that he has ordained for you to fulfill, and that when you tithe, and that's why it's so important that during this time, you, you really get the victory over that time. That tithing, if you struggle with tithing, that is an indication you got a trust issue and you don't understand your covenant with God. If you're struggling with tithing and understanding that it's one-tenth, it belongs to the Lord. It's not for you to determine where, where you know, divine it out, where I sow it to. You can't even, you can't sow a tithe because it's not a seed. It's not an offering. It's the tithe. It belongs to the Lord. It is the return that acknowledges that I have a covenant with you, Lord. And that you are the one that will take care of me. You are the one that provides for me. You are the one that will, you are my source. You are my God. I belong to you. This time will deal a death blow to the spirit of mammon in your life. It will cause you not to be even shaken in the midst of a shaking economy. It will cause you to be established and be able to receive the abundant provision that God wants to release to you when you honor the Lord with your tithe, understanding that this tithe is, a, is, a, is, a, is my covenant, is an indication of my covenant with the Lord. Amen? It is, it is to acknowledge, it is the acknowledgement of his covenant that I am in covenant with him and it is functioning in my life. And once again, as I said, that is, he is my source, he's my supply, he's my God, and I belong to him. And I am grateful of the covenant that he cut with me through Jesus Christ. That verb that I just said right there is tithing. You tithe the tithe. Tithing the tithe. Tithing is with your mouth. Many times we just go and we just bucket plunk the tithe and not understand and not release our faith because during this time of this of, of what's going to happen in the shaking of this economy, there's there are things that God has to correct in this economic, in this in, in, in the in this economy. He's going to correct it. But if his people, that's why he said in Haggai, the gold is mine, the silver is mine, all belongs to me, but I am rerouting that well back to my temple. How do you think he's rerouting it? Through his people. He's causing us to move into, he wants his ecclesia to participate in the wealth transfer. Understanding, this is what he want to download, his wisdom and understanding and how to position yourself to receive the wealth that he's ordained you to receive so that you can funnel it into the kingdom of God. So that he can establish his covenant in the earth. So that he can support what he's doing in the earth. Because he knows that your money is spiritual. Your time is spiritual. It is speaking in the realm of the spirit. And what is speaking? This person who comes, this person who's given this tithe in faith, gives it to, the, to, his, to, to our high priest, Lord Sabaoth, the king of glory. This person has a covenant with the Almighty God. This person is married to the Almighty God. This person, God is their source. God is their provider. The Lord will take care of them. The spirit of poverty can't touch you with a 10-foot pole. When you learn to sow the tithe in faith, understand I have a covenant with the Almighty God. You have to understand your covenant with the Almighty God. The blessings of Abraham are released to you because you have a covenant with the Almighty God. And you have to understand that we are in a covenant that is unshakable.
We are in a kingdom that is unshakable. We are, we are connected to a God who cannot be shaken. And so, in closing, you got to understand that God's wanting to, and, and those who are struggling, and I'm just going to just release a prayer that the Lord, those who are struggling, not fully understanding about the tithe, because one of the things about the tithe, and I know I'm jumping all over the place, Christine, I'm sorry. <clears throat> one of the things about the tithe, it is a weapon of war. It's what you use to war with the enemy. You're warring with the enemy. And it is a subscription of the sovereignty of God to work in your life and deal with the enemies that opposes your divine assignment. That's what happens when you release that time. It acknowledges and says that the Lord Sabaoth is with me and his angel armies to war, to fight on my behalf and to war with me so that I can fulfill my assignment, I can fulfill my purpose and destiny, and I command the forward. And so it's powerful. It's powerful. And, and, and that's why the enemy fights you so much. That's why the enemy, when you feel, if you feel drowsy, that's the enemy trying to get, go to sleep because I don't want you to, I don't want you to get this. If you feel distracted, he does it so that because he don't want you to, because if the body of Christ will do this in faith, saying that I release this tithe because I believe, because it represents that I have a covenant with the Almighty God, I belong to the Lord. The spirit of mammon cannot affect my affairs, cannot affect my money. I deal a death blow to him because I am connected to Lord Sabaoth, the Lord of angel armies fights for me and defeats the demonic foe that will block me in every way. That's what you want to do. We want to unleash your faith because God is shaking and he's shaking. He is doing the shaking to shake his people free and establish his passionate warriors whose faith is not shook, who is confident in their God, who knows their God because they that be strong shall know their God. They that know their God shall be strong and do exploits. And I'm telling you, this shaking is nothing to fear. But to begin to worship, build the tabernacle of David, begin to worship God, begin to know and see from God's perspective what he is doing. Understand that when you're tied, you're, you're, you're releasing and establishing that I have a covenant with the Almighty God that in Jesus that, that is going to release the blessings of Abraham upon my life and I will not be denied. And that whole angel armies wars on my behalf and with me to fulfill God's purpose. And I believe that warring angels were here today to release, to go forth with those arrows, to fulfill and accomplish God's purpose and assignment today. And that even though you may not see a whole lot of activity going on, there's a whole lot of activity going on in the realm of the Spirit. And so, Father, we just thank you. I'm done. Father, we just thank you. That, Lord, in Jesus' name, we line up with you and say, Lord, shake this earth. Do your building, dismantle the enemy, and cause your people. We join in and say, Lord, we rise up in your mind. We rise up in your strength. We rise up in your power. We rise up in your passion. Fuse us with your passion in a new way, God. Open our eyes and knowing our eyes with eyesight to see things from your perspective and see what you are doing. Cause us, Father, to move in that abundant provision that you ordained us to move in. Father, we thank you that we are your passionate warriors 
warriors that will stand, that we will not be shaken. We will display the hope that does not shake, the confidence that does not shake, the faith that does not shake. We thank you right now that we don't wait till the battle's over. We're shouting now, thanking you for the victory that you're doing in our schools. Thank you for the victory you're doing in our cities. Thank you for the victory you're doing in our government, that you are moving and mightily, and you're beginning to shake things and dismantle the plans of the enemy and tear down the strongholds of the enemy and the walls of the enemy and barricade of the enemy. And Father, we thank you that the church is arising. The ecclesia is arising. We declare that we are growing up. We're growing up in you. We're growing up as mature sons. We're growing up, Father, walking in your mind, in your understanding, your wisdom and understanding, flowing in your power and might. And Lord, we thank you for that in Jesus' name. Give him praise.